Hello, friends. This is Ryan Stewart, associate producer at Chat with Leaders Media. I wanted to wish you all season's greetings as you are in your time of vision casting and planning for the new year as we are. We wanted to ensure a steady drip of wisdom hitting your feed to encourage and inspire your leadership. We care deeply about supporting your leadership development through the wisdom of our guests and helping purpose-driven leaders like you continue to be a force for good in the world. Today, we are revisiting one of our episodes from the Leadership Vault. Over to you, Jeff. Welcome to Chat with Leaders. Our mission is to give resilient servant leaders a platform for sharing the inspiring things they're doing to lead their teams, customers, and themselves wisely. I'm Jeff Bond, Director of Client Services at AppBerry, and today's host. I'm proud to welcome as today's chat guest a truly inspirational leader who's had a significant impact in Atlanta's entrepreneur and angel investment community, Charlie Paparelli. Charlie, thank you so much for joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks, Jeff. My pleasure. You just have a God-given passion for entrepreneurs, and you're bold about your faith, and that's something that really inspires me about you, Charlie. I do uh, love entrepreneurs. You know, I really, I really feel like uh, I always said that I help entrepreneurs achieve their dream of starting and growing their own company. You know, so I'm sort of the investor that's sort of in the entrepreneur's corner. That's how I look at it. Well, you've done a remarkable job and impacted so many people. It's immeasurable the what you've meant to the Atlantic community. You talk about on your website, angel investing being a contact sport. Can you break that down for me a little bit? Yeah. I feel like the successful angel investors are investors that get involved with the entrepreneur. The majority, and I'm talking the great majority of angel investors are people of wealth who are interested in investing in startups but they want to be truly passive. The way I got in, I was a lead investor is what it's called. So I would negotiate the term sheet and help the entrepreneur find the money to kind of finish out the round and then work with the entrepreneur to hit his milestones. And so I would take those Saturday morning calls that I lost the big deal on Friday night, you know, kind of thing. And we had a talk. So that was just all part of what I did. I think that to be successful at it, it is a contact sport, you know, put it in those terms. And I know how meaningful that is to entrepreneurs. I was just speaking with one before our uh, chat today and, and she knows you and has had many conversations with you and she just is looking for that person to share her belief system and her values and to listen and to really understand what they're trying to do and what's at stake if they were to truly have that leap of faith to jump into the entrepreneurial uh, venture in itself. That's a lot at stake and having people like you in their corner has meant a lot. One of the things that I've seen from you lately in light of COVID-19 and this time of uncertainty is just completely unprecedented is that you had this great idea to get entrepreneurs together on Zoom and have open dialogue about things that are on their heart, that are on their minds, that they're worried about. It's called Paparelli Zoom Chats. You should absolutely check it out on paparelli.com. Talk to me a little bit about the inspiration of why you started that. I wanted to help. I wanted to serve. And, you know, we're all bottled up here and we're white collar workers. How do we serve people? Well, I got an email from a venture capitalist speaking about this was on a Tuesday at two o'clock. He was speaking about that he was bringing together his entrepreneurs within his portfolio on a Zoom like call to kind of have a discussion about some of the issues that were happening in their companies and how he might be able to help. And I said, that's a really good idea. <laughs> so, 
by four o'clock, I had put together an email. We got uh, to announce a Zoom call the next day at 9 a.m., or really that time it was 8 a.m., but now they're 9 a.m., and 48 people showed up for that Zoom call. It was just like that fast, and there I was serving entrepreneurs real time. That's how it happened. Well, and 48 people showed up because they know the impact that you have and the wisdom that you bring, and it's, it's so important that we have conversations. And you said the word servant. I love that because a lot of people with your wisdom and your experience, your success, would not look at it that way as serving others. Talk to me a little more about that word servant and what you meant by that. Well, a lot of the a lot of the angels that I know, I'm at the ATDC, but I'm also at the Atlantic Tech Village, okay, in Buckhead. And just walking around, and we're involved in Bible studies in both of those areas. At the Atlanta, Atlanta Technology Development Center, we do a Bible study on Wednesday afternoons over lunch. And that's very well attended by Georgia Tech PhDs. It's funny. And uh, also a lot of people in technology. And then at ATV, there's a Bible study there that goes on on Thursday afternoons over lunch, which is very, very well attended. And it's put on by a guy named John Duisberg. But they're all under this umbrella of this high-tech ministries, high-tech prayer breakfast that we do. But by just being engaged and in the community real time, you know, I'm talking to entrepreneurs all the time. There's all this interaction. So I'm a mentor down at, there's a formal mentor program down at ATDC and also ATV, but just walking among the people, you know, that's how you serve. So when we got bottled up and isolated like we did, there was no way to talk to people unless you had an appointment of some type. So I think that the Zoom meeting is more of, hey, how about if we walk through the halls and through the floors on the different halls, at like ATV, it's that kind of a thing, you know? But it worked out really well. I was very pleased with it. But serving is is where the fulfillment comes from. I mean, I think God built us to serve. That's what we did. That's why he put us into relationship, you know? That's what makes Amen. it so important. So Amen, and I, I believe it. in that fully. And, and I've come to the conclusion that life has a lot more meaning when we're not the most important person in it and when we are serving other people. You know, I've identified my own personal purpose as to serve others in a way that glorifies God and furthers his kingdom. And a big reason for this show is to share the inspiration of other leaders like yourself so that it would inspire and impact other leaders to do good works in the world and have a similar type of servant mm-hmm. leadership mindset. So we're so thankful to have you on here and so thankful for the conversations you're having. I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs that I've spoken to that I've seen their window up on one of your chats with their name on it that have told me how much it's meant to them. So whether you know it or not, I wanted to affirm you in the good work that you're doing and and share the, the good news of what's been going on in the community due to these chats. You've had topics such as, do we give PPP back? Do we save cash or spend cash? How do we prospect in uncertain times, which is something I've talked to others about? How are these ideas derived and, and what have you learned from the chats that maybe you just didn't expect? I think the news cycle is moving so, so quickly these days that what I do is I'll do it. What I'm looking for is I'm looking for a topic that's top of mind for the entrepreneurs in the stage of companies that I'm dealing with, right? So every week, the chat is on Wednesdays. So I really don't come to a topic until Monday. And the reason is I want to go through at least a one week news cycle, you know, to figure out. And so what's top of mind now, you know, and things change from week to week so rapidly. So I've been coming up with these topics based on talking to people and also on the news feed. And lastly, just because I know entrepreneurs, I know what they're thinking about, you know, so it's, it seemed to have worked pretty well. 
It has been. And I, and I love too that in addition to the chats that you've posted multiple resources that you haven't written, but other people in the entrepreneur and leadership community have written on your website, a Georgia report on coronavirus, software pulse check, uh, reopening your office, which is a huge topic of conversation by Bill Leonard, how to communicate with your customers and prospects in this time. So really good resources. And it is just clear that you want to serve others in that way. And I think a lot of that stems, of course, from your belief system. You talk about three beliefs on your website, and it's all centered around there's a reason God puts each entrepreneur in my life. Every day I must intercede in prayer. My investment and mentoring relationships tie my destiny to God's destiny for the entrepreneur. And I know how authentic that is. And I go to John Duisburg's Grace at Work Bible Studies, and I talk to so many people that Talk about how much your relationship with them has had an impact on them. Talk to me a little bit about, uh, people say that that's maybe being bold about your faith and maybe sometimes business and faith don't intersect, but you're very open about that and sharing your beliefs. So tell me where that boldness, I don't think it's bold, but what other people would think it's bold. Tell me where that comes from. I guess the transparency is what I would call it, you know, more than anything. Sort of, we all have a belief foundation and that belief foundation comes out. You know, some of us, our belief foundation is maybe our spouse. And if we're really excited about our spouse, I mean, that's going to come out in a conversation. It always does. You know, and I feel that way about Jesus. Jesus is the foundation of my life. And because of that, and because of my reading the Bible every day and for praying every day, is I'm in an active relationship with him. So the way I think, the way I see the world and all that comes through my belief in Jesus Christ. And his worldview. So, of course, it comes out when I speak to people. That's just how it works. One of the things you talked about is prayer. And uh, I pray for entrepreneurs. I pray for our community. And I was messing around with this TikTok. I don't know if you're on TikTok, but I was messing around with TikTok. And I was like, what can I put on TikTok that would be of any value? And I just started. I'm actually due a 15-second, 20-second daily prayer for entrepreneurs. That's amazing. So it just started. Yeah. Are you and dancing said, while you're doing it or is it just a prayer? No, it's just a prayer. I actually, the format <laughs> is simple. I just say, hey, I'm an angel investor. I pray for entrepreneurs. Let me pray for you. I do a really quick prayer. And if you tune into TikTok onto my channel there, you'll get a prayer a day that just on a specific item that's unique to entrepreneurs. And that's what I do. I love that. And so I that can't was wait sort of to, the last thing that I've done recently. I think I've only done about five of them so far, but it's gonna I'm gonna yeah. keep going. I love it. God told me to do it, I'm doing it. Good, do it. I love it. And I really wondered what TikTok was and up until recently that I've seen it and I thought that it was just dancing and and short clips. <laughs> so if if I'm correct and that dancing's part of it, I hope that maybe that prayer turns into some dance because I've seen your energy on stage. You've yeah, yeah. you've well, given remarkable keynotes. Yeah. And I also know that you're passionate about your spouse, too, because you, you say that openly out on, on stage, too. And I always love that, too. It's, it's really humanizing. But the other and, thing uh, that's been really kind of interesting is with the Zoom chat is, you know, it's not just local entrepreneurs. You know, these are people that are part of what I'll call my tribe because I blog twice a week. I've been doing that for over four years. And so that's where the list came from to send to entrepreneurs. So I got entrepreneurs from California, Arizona. Florida, most of them being from Georgia and the Atlanta area and Alabama, you know, it's so it's really cool to kind of bring everybody together that I haven't seen in a long time and some people that I don't even know. 
but it's catching up with everybody that we've been together for years, you know, so it's been great. But I encourage everybody to kind of join it. I think that you'll, you'll, you could participate and actually help other entrepreneurs yourself. Well, I second that. And I'm so pleased that you have that kind of reach because your message needs to be heard and your gifts are certainly impactful. And so go to paparelli.com and check that out. I usually close the show, Charlie, with a call to action. In this case, I think it would be great to give a simple call to action in light of the time that we're in to entrepreneurs in, in as brief a way as possible. What would you say the key thing to kind of focus on as a call to action right now would be for entrepreneurs? There's two. One is a simple one, which is watch your cash. Because we don't know. There's, these are times of uncertainty and we don't know how long this is going to really take. So really, really guard your cash. When you run out of it, you're out. Okay, It's hard to get, easy to spend. The other call to action is this is an opportunity to stay close to the customer. And when we start a business, we are right there with the customer. And then as we grow the business, we move further and further away from the customer. This time, there can't be any filters. There can't be a salesperson. There can't be a sales manager. There can't be a recruiter. You have to be talking to the customers every day so that you can pivot that business as quickly as it needs to be pivoted. You don't lose a minute. And you're the person in charge as the entrepreneur. And you're the person responsible for all those salaries for all those people. So know what the customer wants. Give it to them immediately. Wonderful advice. Well said. I uh, would love to share any ways in which people would be able to contact you and learn more. I know I've shared, shared paparelli.com multiple times, but is there any other good way to get a hold of you or learn more about you? Going to paparelli.com is really the best way to kind of get uh, hooked into my blogs. You can answer and comment in the blogs, but um, also you can get to me by sending an email to charlie at paparelli.com. And that's an Wonderful. easy way to get to me too. All right. Well, I highly encourage that. We will be posting the show notes as well as this episode to our website, chatwithleaders.com. You can email myself, Tim Smith, Chris LeFay, my co-host at info at chatwithleaders.com if you have any suggestions on how we can continue to add value and provide inspiration from wonderful leaders like Charlie. Charlie, thank you so much for your inspirational leadership, the impact it has, and for your gift of time on the show today. Well, God bless you. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to speak to entrepreneurs. 